Hey there, welcome to the Utica Youth Podcast. We're glad to have you joining us for today's word. We hope this serves as a blessing and encouragement to you. We're real with God if we're sincere with God. He's going to be real with you. He's going to be sincere with you. You know, but if, you, if you've come even tonight, if you've come and, you know, God knows our hearts. He knows our motives. He knows why we're here. You know, he knows why we're here. When people would approach Jesus Christ, great multitudes, I'm talking about thousands of people, Jesus knew that for the most part, some of those people there, they're there for the wrong reasons. They wanted to see signs. They wanted to see wonders. They wanted to see miracles. They wanted to see, um, they wanted to make Jesus king. But only a few, only a handful truly wanted to have an encounter with Jesus, wanted to have, wanted to hear his words of truth. You know, and I want every single one of us, including myself, to evaluate our hearts you know evaluate why why did I come here tonight out of you know out of out of all the things I could possibly do you know it was a beautiful day today out of all the activities I could have possibly done you know why am I here tonight really guys why why am I here why are we here tonight you know it's easy to fool your neighbor it's easy to fool your friend and you know Slava Bogu everything's good all this stuff but you can't fool God you cannot fool God. You can't fool his Holy Spirit. And he knows our hearts. He knows why we're here. You know, and I believe and I strongly believe because um, there's a few different topics that are going through my mind. And it was just this entire day was just a very big spiritual battle. You know, at any time, and I believe any of the brothers, especially any time when, when this topic about the Holy Spirit, about the blood of Jesus Christ, about, about what God wants to do in our lives, any time it gets brought up, the devil does not like that because that is the power that destroys his kingdom. That is the power that breaks change in, in our lives, that breaks addictions in, in our lives. And he doesn't like that. And, I, and, and this whole day, it was just a massive battle. I was just praying. interceded, And I was just asking, Lord, give me strength. You know, and I just want every single one of us to be in the state of prayer, to be in state of prayer. We read in the book of Acts when the church was in the state of prayer, when the disciples, they were in the state of prayer, the Pentecost happened. When, when Peter was locked in prison and the church was in the state of prayer, God sends his, God sends his angel and Peter is delivered from, from, from his uh, jail cell. So when, if, if we come together, you know, and we're here together, if we are in a, sta- uh, in, in a prayerful state, seeking God's face, seeking his presence, even when the worship is done, even when the testimonies are done. You know, I believe God has something mighty in store. I genuinely do. I genuinely do. God has something mighty in store for every single heart that's gathered here tonight. You know, and I'm going to be just sharing just a few um, testimonies in regards to this topic. Just, and my goal isn't to like sound like some kind of, you know, conference preacher. It's so easy for us to um, like uh, preachers to, to like, I guess, like, guys, you need to be saved. You need to do this, this, this. But I just want to, like, open up my heart to you guys because this topic means a lot to me. You know, the topic about the Holy Spirit, and just open up my heart to you guys and for you guys to open up your hearts for the Lord, for him to do his work. And I know, I know we don't have that much time. And my biggest desire is to go to a prayer, to go to a prayer where, where every single one of us, not looking to the left, not looking to the right, not looking at people, but have the opportunity to truly cry out to God, to truly seek God. You know, because what's the point if we come to, to youth services, to church services, and we're not changing, nothing's changing. We, we have the same addictions. We have the same bad habits. You know, we're, we're, tri- we're tripping over the same obstacles. And 
It's like this rat race, this, this, this cycle that's happening and happening. What's the point? So some things we're going to talk about in, in this, in this uh, message is who is the Holy Spirit, the role of the Holy Spirit, and how to receive the Holy Spirit for those of us that aren't baptized into his power, and also for those of us that are baptized into his power, but it's been a long, long time. It's been a long time since you heard from the Lord. It's been a long time since you've been filled with this power. And we're going to discuss certain, uh, we're going to discuss these topics. So if we could just move on to the next slide, please. And then the next slide. Um, so who is the Holy Spirit? Okay, I remember when we were in missions and I asked the hermanos de Dios in La Mexica or Mexico. Um, and I'm like, guys, who thinks that the, I'm not even going to ask you guys so no one gets embarrassed. Um, but I'm like, who thinks that the Holy Spirit is some kind of energy power uh, or some source? And they all like, ruku. and some of us, same thing. In our minds, the Holy Spirit is, oh, you know, when, that one time I prayed at the conference, you know, I got the ants, the, the fire ants, if you know what I mean, no pun intended. But, you know, I got the fire ants and I felt the power of God and whatnot, you know. Um, but the Holy Spirit is so much more than that. The Holy Spirit is a being. And it's very important because if we don't grasp this truth, it's going to be very difficult when we move forward to the next uh, subtopics that we're going to talk about. So the Holy Spirit, dear friends, he is a person. He is a being. He carries the attributes, characteristics of a person. You know, he is not a force. He is not an energy. He's not some kind of feeling that you get when you're feeling down, when you're feeling upset, when you're feeling burdened, when you have some kind of need. He's not, he's not those feelings that we experience, right? He's part of the Trinity. He is God. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere all at once. He is all-knowing. He's omnipotent, almighty. He is eternal. And we even heard some testimonies of, of brothers and sisters sharing about the power of God. And um, also, some of the attributes and characteristics of the Holy Spirit to keep in mind, especially for believers, especially if you are a believer, if you um, um, gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's very important to understand these attributes of the Holy Spirit. So the first, he is living. He's a living being. He's a living, living person. And he desires to have a relationship with you and me. He desires to have a relationship with you and me. Next, he has wisdom. He has intelligence. He has a will. And these are all the verses. We don't have enough time to go through all the verses. But these are all verses that you guys could check just to see that this is not just coming from thin air. This is coming from the Word of God. He loves. The Bible says that the love of God is poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Right, the, we, we just heard uh, Albert Sharon earlier uh, that if we don't love others, if we don't love neighbors, then how do we claim that we love God, that God is in us? Right, and if you lack love, ask God for love. He'll give it to you through the Holy Spirit. Right, next he has knowledge. 1 Corinthians 2.11, he gives freedom and he liberates. Brother Josh just shared how God set him free from smoking. Many of you here tonight, you could testify that God has set you free from certain things in your life. When you came with humility, when you acknowledged, Lord, this is sin. When you called sin by name, Lord, this is sin. And I ask you for forgiveness. I pray that you set me free, that you liberate me. And God set you free. Amen. But, then, but there's also some of us here tonight that we've come with burdens. We've came with baggage. 
But I believe by God's mercy and grace and by the power of the Holy Spirit, he is able and he desires to set you free. So you don't have to leave this place again figuring out, I love how Josh mentioned, like other escape routes, other escape ideas. How am I gonna, how am I gonna figure out how to cope with this problem tomorrow, the next day, the third day, the following day? It all could end right here. It all could end right now, tonight, when we're gonna be coming to the time of prayer. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, he protects, he guides those of us that, you know, God saved in car accidents, uh, those of us that God blesses as we're going on mission trips or as we're working or we're driving every single day, you know, it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. He gives us wisdom, how to act, how not to act. And um, just um, also, as mentioned, since he is a person, right, there's actions that can be taken towards him. Have any of you... Uh, don't, be, don't be shy, just raise your hand. I'm not going to call on you, but have any of you guys had a best friend that kind of like did something to you and it kind of upset you? Girls, don't lie. Do not lie. Come on now. You, boys, you too, but, but girls don't lie, okay? But no, seriously, and why, why, why did you get upset at that person? Cause, right, because they're a person, they're a being, and they upset you. Same with the Holy Spirit. There's things that we can do to him that upset him, right? There's, we can grieve him, Ephesians 4.30. We could blaspheme against him. We can lie to him, Acts. And then we could also resist and oppose him. And many of us, many of us, or some of us tonight, we could find ourselves, hopefully nobody in the second bullet, but, uh, um, but some of us, we could find that God's been tugging on your heart for many, many, many times already, many youth services, but you're resisting him. You're opposing him. You're disobeying him. And through some of our actions that we take on a daily basis, we could grieve the Holy Spirit. Because once again, he's a being. He's a person that desires to have fellowship with every single one of us. Uh, next slide, please. So once again, just to quickly summarize, who is the Holy Spirit? He is God. He's part of the Trinity. He is a person because he has attributes and characteristics that only a person has, right? And he is not just a force of energy, some kind of experience that, that you know, when we go to prayer and prayer is amazing and everybody's praying really loud and, and, and it seems super powerful. Yes, the Holy Spirit can cause that, but that's because he is a burnt being and he is a person. So let's keep that in mind for, for the rest of our Christian walk and for the rest of this message tonight. So the role of the Holy Spirit. So this gets split into two parts. The first part is the role of the Holy Spirit for the general world. And then we'll talk about the role of the Holy Spirit towards believers, those who are saved, those who are children of God. So the role of the Holy Spirit in relation to the world his main job is he convicts the world of sin. He convicts the world of sin. And those of us that, um, those of us that accepted Jesus Christ, we all experienced the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Amen? We've all experienced the conviction of the Holy Spirit. For example, for me, it was when I was 14 years old at STBS. I heard the voice of God, the calling of God. David, today is the day, today is your day of salvation. You know, and it was such a strong conviction. You can't mix it up with any other voice. And I'm, I'm, and I'm pretty sure most, many of you here tonight, you experienced the conviction of the Holy Spirit when he draws you to himself. When he says, hey, there's certain things in your life that you need to change. 
There's certain, the way your life is heading is not according to my will, and you need to change your life. You need to repent and change your life, right? Uh, John 16, uh, verse 8 through 11. And when he comes, meaning that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. So the role of the Holy Spirit in aspects to the world or to the non-believer is to bring him to Christ. To bring him to Christ. And praise God for that. Right? I, I cannot say that I came to God if, if he didn't draw me first. If the Holy Spirit wasn't working upon my heart through my parents' prayers, through Sunday school, and through many different factors in my life, and in our lives, we, can't, we truly can't say that it was, oh, I wanted to repent, so I repented. I can't say that. What I can say is that the Holy Spirit, he caused conviction in my life, and he was the one that led me to repentance, and he was the one that leads us to repentance. Now, as we're believers, that is called the process of sanctification. Next slide, please. So now that we're going to talk about the topic of uh, the Holy Spirit's role in the life of a believer. And there's many scriptures to back up these subtopics. But for example, he regenerates and he causes us new life. He gives us new life. The Bible says we were once dead in our sins, but then through the Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, we are brought to new life. We are given a new spirit, a resurrected spirit. He also acts as a seal or as a stamp. That is a guarantee that we have assurance and salvation. All right, many people say, uh, you know, what's the difference between Christianity and other religions? Very simple. We have assurance of our salvation. We know that if we die tonight, where we're going, I don't have to guess. We don't have to guess. Um, if it's going to be heaven, hell, versus other religions, they guess, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe um, you know, if God, in their terms, quote-unquote, if God is good, if he's not in a bad mood, maybe, 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 a lot of maybes, a lot of 50-50s. But because of the Holy Spirit who testifies to our spirit that we are children of God, right? That's why we say Abba or Father. That is a testimony to our spirit that I am a child of God and I know that whenever my end comes, whenever my last breath is taken, I know I'm going to be with God. That is a firm, solid foundation that we have. And it gives so much liberty, it gives so much freedom, it gives so much confidence to walk in this world where everything's changing. You know, as Mike was sharing, he was saying like four years ago, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, isn't it crazy? Just two years ago, we lived through COVID. Like, everything's changing so fast. Every, everything is changing so rapidly, you know. But having this assurance, having this confidence that no matter of the quicksand of this life, how quickly everything is changing, we have a sure foundation of our salvation, which is Jesus Christ, which is that solid rock. And that is the assurance that we receive through the Holy Spirit. Next, he indwells in the believer. He indwells in the believer. A true born-again Christian has the Holy Spirit has the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. He empowers the believer, Acts 1.8, right? You will receive power to be my, oh, I thought I said like last row church pew sitters. No, right? No, he gives us power to be his witnesses, to preach the gospel. And not many times it's with our words, but with our actions. And the hardest places is at home where everybody knows your true colors, or everybody knows your true character. 
You know, that's where he gives us the power to preach the gospel, right? He gives believers spiritual gifts, and that's all mentioned in Acts, um, I apologize, 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 17, also 1 Corinthians chapter 14. He leads and he guides. He sanctifies and he testifies to us. Also, he intercedes on our behalf of the believer, and there's just a few testimonies I want to share about that. Um, I remember when I was, it maybe happened about two years ago. Um, it was the night before my first clinical for, uh, uh, for nursing school. And I remember that night, I, I couldn't sleep too well. And I remember I, it was late at night, maybe like 3, 4 a.m. And I remember in my room, it was dark. But I remember there was this presence, this evil presence that came into the room. And you could just sense that there was a being in the room. You know, and I wake up because it was just this heavy, heavy oppression. And I wake up, and of course, it's super late, and, and I just started praying in my mind. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know what this is. Can you tell me what this is? And the Lord reveals, this is a spirit of fear that is trying to attack you. So I said, Lord, what do I do? And the Lord says, stand up, get on your knees and begin to pray in tongues. Begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. So that instant, I got on my knees, and the Holy Spirit filled me with such power. I began uh, praying in tongues, and immediately, that spirit left. It was gone. Guys, this is real stuff. This is serious, serious stuff. Right? The, the Holy Spirit, if we, if we walk with the Holy Spirit, remember, once again, we mentioned that the Holy Spirit is a being. He is a person. He desires to have fellowship with us. He desires to... to um, to fill us with his power, right? And one of those attributes of the Holy Spirit and his roles in our life is into, into, to intercede on our behalf, right? Another amazing uh, testimony, I'll never forget this. I was still in high school, and I remember it was a Saturday evening service, right? How many of us has been to that one? In a long time, probably. But no judgment, honestly, no judgment. I haven't been in a minute, too. But, um, but I remember that evening service. You know, this burden was weighing my soul. This burden, I had doubts, thoughts, and, 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 and for a moment, I thought God had forsaken me. Why? Because I wasn't filled in the Holy Spirit. I, I couldn't pray. I couldn't eat I couldn't pray in tongues. You know, and I thought God has abandoned me. I thought God had, had forsaken me. So, you know, so I sat in that last pew, and I was praying. I'm like, Lord, I really need you. God, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. I want to hear your voice. You know, I'm done with superficial Christianity. God, I want to hear what you have to tell me. Lord, you know my needs. You know my worries. God, I want the real you. Not just Christianity. Not just some entertainment. Not some show. Not a stage. I want to hear from you, Lord. You know, Lord, my worries, my needs. And what's amazing is first preacher goes up, nothing. Desert. Pustinha. Second preacher, nothing. Third preacher. And honestly, by that time, I honestly lost all hope. I, I lost all hope, and I remember the fourth brother, there's maybe 15 minutes left to service, like about right now, and I remember, and I, and, and I said, wow, Lord, wow, Boje, I came, I came, God, with a broken heart, with a broken heart, and God, are you really not gonna, are you really not gonna speak to me, Lord? Lord, you know my needs, Lord, and it was may, maybe just a tiny, tiny little faith, and I remember the last brother that I was preaching, he was a guest, and I remember immediate instantly in that moment the guy stops his sermon and he just begins to speak life he begins to speak encouragement he begins to say don't give up keep trusting God you know and I'm sitting there and I'm just I'm just bawling 
I'm just crying because I understood that God heard my prayer. And I understood that the Holy Spirit, he, right, once again, he intercedes on our behalf. I understood the Holy Spirit. He stopped that brother that was preaching so that he could speak life. And so some teenager that was sitting in the back row. Guys, this is what the Holy Spirit can do. This is what he, this is what he wants to do. But you know what he wants? He wants a heart that's going to cry out to him. He wants a heart that's going to cry out to him and say, God, you see my life. You know, maybe I've been putting on this facade, this show, and all my friends think, you know, everything's good, but Lord, you see my life, Lord. You see my addictions. You see my burdens. God, I want to hear your voice. You know, there was a time when Elijah, he wanted his life to end. But then he goes to a place where God's presence about it, uh, God's presence abided. And God says, Elijah, what are you doing here? And he says, you know, I'm jealous for God. You know, God's not going to move in our lives until we come to this breaking point where it's, it's God, it's either you or I'm done. God, it's either you or that's it, I'm done. You know, if we're still hold, holding on to other escape routes, if we're still holding on to other things that are helping us, God's going to wait until we're fully ready to surrender. Until we're fully ready to surrender. And something that happened not too recently, uh, I, I apologize, something that happened very recently. Those of us that went to John, John's uh, uh, house for worship night not too long ago, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to be raw with you guys. I honestly didn't want to go. God knows my heart. I was facing doubts and battles, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pull up. Everybody's like super holy. Everybody's going to be in good vibes and good mood. And, you know, I'm just probably going to go home. And I'm probably just going to, you know, read the Bible, probably pray and just go to sleep and just go to work the next day. You know, and then I get a message from John. Hey, David, I left my wallet. Can you go grab it? And I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be kind of cringe if you just, you know, pull up, give the guy the wallet and just bounce. It's going to be kind of weird. So I'm like, you know what? All right. I'll grab the wallet. I went and grabbed the wallet, gave it to John. I'm like, I'm going to stay at service. You know, oh, what's up? How's everything? Oh, praise God. Good, good, good. But in reality... Deep down, bol, perizvanya, trivoga, you know, worries, doubts, fears, questions, concerns. You know, we got down to pray. You know, we got down to pray. I remember I I'm like, Lord, you know my heart. Lord, you know my heart. I can't fool you. Maybe I could fool other people around. Maybe I could fool close friends around. But Lord, I can't fool you. And I don't want to fool you. I want to be honest with you, God. Lord, you know my heart. Lord, you know my heart that, that I, I haven't been filled with your spirit for a while. Lord, I want to experience your goodness. Taste and see the goodness of the Lord. If you've been substituting, right? Many of us don't have the joy of the Lord because we're substituting it with entertainment of this world. We're substituting it with other things and we feel happy for a moment. We feel good. We feel like, you know, everything's good. Everything's fine. But in reality, there's that void. There's that emptiness. You know, and I'm on my knees and I'm crying out to God. I'm like, Lord, I need you. And I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit who intercedes upon our behalf. And the power of the Holy Spirit came upon me. And I just began to weep. I began to weep because I understand that I'm not good. You know, I'm not righteous. Just because we're born in Christian families, just because, you know, maybe you did a lot of good things or et cetera. Like, we don't, we don't deserve God's mercy, God's grace. You know, I began to realize that it's, it's not about me. It's all about Jesus Christ. You know, I began to weep and I just began to cry because I know that, that I don't deserve to be even filled by the power of the Holy Spirit right now. But because of God's mercy, because of God's love, 
because of God's grace, because he's giving me another chance, because of his love to me. He wants to fill me with this power, fill me with this goodness. And I believe for many of you guys tonight, you know, we're going to be coming to a prayer. I don't have enough time to go to the rest of my message, but I just want to encourage every single one of us to, to say enough is enough. Enough is enough. I want to taste the goodness of God. I want to be truly filled with joy. You know, not just, not just falseness, not just this fake stuff that the world gives us and we feel good and we feel happy. I mean, let's be real. When was the last time you were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit? When was the last time you spent time in your prayer closet? When was the last time the Holy Spirit spoke to you and you hear it as clear as day and night? When was the last time the Word of God was so precious to you that that's the only concern you had? And I'm speaking first, first most to myself. You know, guys, I'm telling you, if we want to be real with God, he's going to be real with you. If we're going to be real with God, he's going to be real with you. You know, many of us, oh, God failed me because these and these addictions are not breaking in my life. Be real with God. Come to God and say, God, here are these burdens in my life. God, I surrender. Holy Spirit, we just sang so many songs. We sing so many songs every Tuesday service about God breaking chains, about God making ways. But for some reason, our life isn't changing. We're still stepping over the same stuff. Guys, the Bible urges us, don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourselves. Don't go, you know what, next, next youth service, next prayer conference, whatever it may be, guys, tonight is the night. In Jesus' mighty name, tonight is the night where God wants to move. You know, when God wants to break chains, when God wants to allow room for him in your heart, because only he, only he can change your life. Only he can set you free. Real freedom, not just the thought of freedom, not just the idea of being free and holding on, but to be really free. You know, you could bend your knees tonight or wherever you are and then leave this place with true freedom. Leave this place hearing the voice of God. Le leaving this place knowing, question, knowing answers to those questions that have been bugging you for a very, very long time. You know, God wants to be real with every single one of us tonight. But the question is, do I want to be real with God? Or am I just going to put on a facade and pretend everything's good, everything okay? Guys, we're going to be coming to a time of prayer. And I want to encourage every single one of us to, tr to truly cry out to God right now. To truly cry out to God. To seek his face like never before. Right? It's time. God has great promises. We read in the Old Testament, God, is, God had great promises for the people of Israel. But their problem is they wouldn't believe. They wouldn't take the step of faith and grasp what God had for them. God says you have to fight. You know, you have to fight. You have to stand for alone. You have to fight for those blessings that God has for you. And the only way you're going to fight is if you're empowered by the Holy Spirit. Right? If you're empowered, if you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit, we're not going to stand a chance. We might give it one day, two day. And many of us have given it one day, two day, three days, and that we're done. We're back into the same old stuff. But if we open up our hearts and allow the Holy Spirit to do his work, I mean truly do his work, and for every single one of us, it's going to be personal. It's going to be, per hey, you need to delete this. Well, God, everybody's doing I don't care. You need to delete this. You need to get rid of this in your life. Okay, Lord, I'm going to submit. I'm going to listen because I want to see your power in my life. I want to see your power in my life. I want to see the word of God, this book that people died for, Come, become a reality in my life, to become real in my life. I'm tired of going to church and, and doubting, you know, is this even real? Is this even real? Is God even real? 
Only when we become real with God, he's going to be real with us. Right? Those people that came to Jesus Christ and they said, what do, Jesus says, what do you want from me? And they were just real with God. Lord, I have this disease. Lord, I have this. I have this. I have this. I just want to be real with you, God. That's what I want to call you tonight, friends, to be real with God. To be real with God. You know, we're going to be coming to a time of prayer. And I just want, if we could, if we could to bow our knees and open up our hearts for the Holy Spirit and to truly cry. I don't know how long this is going to take. You know, we're so used to putting a time frame of, on God. Lord, if you don't do this and, and this amount of time, then that's it. That means you don't love me. That means you're not. No. Let's be still and wait upon God. Wait upon God to move. And if everything is going good in your life, praise God. The Bible says, open up your lips and I will fill them. In other words, open up your heart and thank God for the good in your life. Healings, miracles, etc. Thank God. Also start interceding. The Holy Spirit wants to use you to intercede on behalf of others. Remember, Jesus Christ was in a house. They took apart a roof and Jesus saw the faith of the friends of the paralyzed man and he received healing. Not because of his faith, but because the faith of his friends. Just one more example. We're going to be coming to a prayer in regards to the power of intercession through the Holy Spirit. I don't remember we were in Texas last year and I was going through a very, very, very serious spiritual battle of doubt. And then a few days later, I find out that as my uncle is trucking, the Holy Spirit puts on his heart, Melissa David, I pray for David. Because spiritual battle. And he begins to intercede. The Holy Spirit uses him to intercede on my behalf. Guys, real stuff, real stuff that God wants to do in my and your life. The question is, are we going to let him? Are we going to allow him? Is that, what, is that what we really want? Or do we want just a superficial Christianity where everything is kind of good and no one really knows what we even believe? No one even really knows, you know, what's even going on? Or do we really want the power of God? But just want to encourage you that with the power of God comes a price to pay. And that is what? Our obedience our humility from our part. Because from God's part, everything is already paid for through the blood of Jesus Christ. But from our part comes humility and obedience. God, here I am. God, use me. God, you know my life. Guys, guys, I just want to encourage you that God is not here to judge you for your sins. He knows we're all sinners. He knows what you've been doing today. He knows what you've been doing yesterday. He knows what you've been doing weeks before, months before, years before. I think that's my time. But, but let's be real with God. Let's be real with God tonight. And God's going to move mightily. I believe it. I know it. God's going to be moving mightily. You know, if you want to get prayed for, maybe, maybe if you want to get prayed for, because not because you know you're living a sinful lifestyle and whatnot but because you haven't experienced the filling of the holy spirit in a long time in your life come on forward we're going to pray for you but he wants you to see, he wants to see you take a step of faith oh i'm sorry guys one more testimony i remember at tuesday prayer not too long ago uh john's dad was preaching and he said if you have prayer if you have uh, needs or, or if you want to pray for uh if you want to pray for people that are close to you like a prayer of, inter of intercession come on forward take this step physically take this step of faith 
And I'm like, you know what, God, I'm going to be real with you. I have needs. I have people that I'm praying for. You know, I'm going to go up. I went up right there. Склонил колени. And what's amazing is сила Божья наполнила. Благодать Божья наполнила. The Holy Spirit filled me. I began praying in tongues. I began interceding. Brothers came up. They prayed for me. And what's amazing is I heard the voice of God in that prayer. And it was from a verse. It was from a scripture. And if you guys remember when Anna was praying for the Lord to open up her womb, the priest, Eli, he comes up and he says, go forth in peace because the Lord has heard your petition or heard your prayer. And that same verse sounded in my spirit. David, go forth in peace. I have heard your prayer. And how I knew this was from the Lord because I started rejoicing. I started thanking the Lord. I started thanking the Lord. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. So we could end prayer. And the Lord humbled me really fast. He said, David, if I answered your need, pray for others so that I could answer their need as well. And I'm all right, Lord, I'm going to intercede. I'm going to pray. Guys, the living power of the Holy Spirit, he is real. He is real. And, he, and once again, guys, if you want to see God really move in your life, Open up your heart tonight for the Holy Spirit. Those of you that aren't baptized, come on forward. We're going to pray that God baptize you. It's not us that baptizes us. It's he that baptizes. Come with faith. Come with great thirst. Come with desire. God, forgive me. Cleanse me of my sin. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. I want to experience your power. When I go back home so I don't fall into the same addictions, into the same bad habits, into watching what I shouldn't be watching, doing what I shouldn't be doing, God, change my life. Use me for your glory. Right? And then he will give you power to be witnesses. What are you going to be testifying about of what God did in your life tonight? Of what God is going to be doing in your life? So friends, if we can kneel down, we're going to be praying. We're going to be crying out to God. And if the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you, if you, if you are ready to give up, if you are ready to surrender, come on forward. Friends, come on forward. Don't look to the side. Don't. If you haven't been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit in a long time, if you want to say, God, I want to experience you tonight. I want to experience your power. Hallelujah. You know, I want to experience you, God. I want to experience you on a real level, not just some superficial theology stuff. And don't get me wrong, theology is good, but God, I want to experience your power, experience your presence. God, I want to feel your goodness in my life. God, I want to taste and see your goodness, your grace in my life. Friends, come on forward because God is doing a mighty work tonight. Thank you for joining us. For more encouraging and faith-building content and information, check out our other social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook. Be blessed.